four, three, <laughs> two. Bingo. Woo! High fives and hugs episode Chicken 69. Wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, creep. <laughs> I think you've got a bit of an issue. Yeah, I do. Do you want a tissue for the issue? <clears throat> We're about to get emotional anyway, so. Are you sick? No, no, I'm not sick. Clearing the larynx. <laughs> Ready for some serious podcast action. <laughs> action. All right, anyway, you are tanned, bro. By the way, just saying. Bro, well, it didn't start out that way. First, I was burnt. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've even got the, it's not bad, but you've got the, the eye. sunglasses, yeah. Yeah, not too bad. The, the uh, Safe Style Cruiser imprint. Oh, oh, fancy! Uh, no, Shout yeah, it was it was way too hot over the the course of the weekend. So, I and I just found wearing a hat was in my way. I tend to wear a hat to protect my face, my face, <laughs> protected the face. But I didn't because uh, it was hot and dusty and sandy, and had my hat off, and then copped the sun to the face. How's your forehead? Oh, it's fine now. Now I look like I've been in. Um, some Peruvian resort for the last two weeks. <laughs> you do. You look lovely, but only from like the collar up, <clears throat> and even even from like my elbows down, and probably my knees down. If I take if if you catch me spot naked, I look like a mixed up chocolate white Freddo frog. <laughs> <laughs> I know the ones. <gasps> yeah. I know the ones. You look How like I'm wearing a white wetsuit. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. You <laughs> look like I'm wearing a white <laughs> wetsuit. <laughs> You've just pulled sleeves on? No, no you know, like a shorty. Oh, yeah, right. I've been running around in a shorty for a white suit. Um, yeah, how are you? What's going on? Oh, bro, big week. Oh, bro, tell me all about it. Ah, big week. Um, we obviously spent our first week out on site mm. all week. Mm. And I was running double shifts too. Yeah, you were. And I watched all weekend. Yes, you did. And uh, it was a lot. Yes, I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. I must have messaged you maybe, I don't know, maybe five times over the weekend. How about, how often did I reply? Oh, once. Once. <laughs> um, and you're usually really good at, you're a lot better than me at keeping up the old friendship arena over text. <laughs> and Yeah, I felt, a you, bit like, you, I felt uh, a bit like you over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let me have a look. I'm just going to have a quick squeeze at our text messages. Um, well, it started off with... That wasn't that bad. It started off with Friday night. <laughs> started off with Friday night, you saying, bro, we cannot do, the day. We cannot oh. do this podcast on the it's weekend just, anymore. <clears throat> Which is, fun, funnily enough, I had previously mentioned that. Yeah, That's I why I was like, no worries. Cause I, do you know what I found? Like... And poor Danielle, she cops the brunt of it. And I know that I've done this mm. in the past, mm. but it's about time that I, now that I, I've been made aware of it, I've made myself aware of it a few times, mm. but I just, I don't know, being too comfortable, I haven't really made an effort to change. But like I'll, um, I'll put... I'll put things that I need to do or things that I plan as like that has to happen and then I don't leave myself enough time 
for me and Danielle. To just be? To just do things, you know. That aren't planned? (laughs) And, like, even, like, even to the point where, like, I knew I was working Saturday, Sunday. Mm. I knew there were going to be big days. Mm. And when we were, like, obviously me and you were working Monday to Friday uh, out on site. And then we're like, when are we going to have a chance to do this podcast? And you're like, oh, I can't over the weekend. So my brain went, okay, well, then I'll have to, I'll make time for it mm. on Friday night. Mm. When you should I should have been like, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, we neither of us can, you know, <laughs> but like, um, and then I, you know, I got home on Friday night at like, what is it, six o'clock or something, six, six thirty. And Danny was like an hour away from home. And I was like, I'm going to the podcast. Podcast from eight to eight till ten PM. She was like, "You're kidding." She's like, "What are you doing?" And yeah, I was like, fair. "I was like, no, nah, you're right." <laughs> yeah, bro. I need to. You know, we talk about sustainability and in, in our training and in our work and life and everything like that. And I find that I um put a lot of legwork into making sure a lot of things happen, but I think because because I'm comfortable, really comfortable in my relationship with Danielle Mm. and I know that we're always going to be together, Mm -hmm. touch wood, Um, you know, I know that I'm always going to have her there. Yeah. I'm like, that's okay, you know. Yeah. but then She'll she'll understand. Yeah. Always. (laughs) Every weekend. Yeah, no. Why? And she does. Yeah, for sure. And she does. She's but then also, like, you know, um, yeah, we need it. We, I need to, um, if I continually do that, I continually put the, you know. The relationship second. No, not even that. Like, just like make time for things but not make time for us. Mm. Like actively do that. Mm. Then, yeah, it's just wasted mm. time mm. Mm. you um you know there's the you know i think we've learned it maybe definitely in the last five years listen to and uh, the, the people that talk about learning to say no yeah yeah that's something that I'm I'm on the I'm end pretty of good now, and I'm wanting to ask you why. Why it is that you struggle with that? Do you think? Well, a lot of the things that I do, mm. majority of the things I do, right, are either with you or Danielle. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't want to say no to either of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. If it's stuff to do with work. That's me and you, mm. you know. If it's stuff to do with anything outside of work, it's me and Danielle usually. Mm. Hey, look, I'm not saying that me and Danielle don't do anything. We went for dinner on Friday night. Mm. You know, we yeah. had um, uh, sorry on Saturday night we went for dinner. Yeah. Um, and on Friday night we had dinner together. You know, like we both work a lot. When you say you had dinner together. When you went out for dinner, you, uh, what did you do? No, we ordered in on Friday night. No, nice. just had a little, um, little Uber Eats sesh. Yeah, had yeah. a little, had a little pepinero pasta boys. <laughs> nice. Um, and then yeah, went out um to chopsticks on Saturday night. That was quite lovely. 
and then had Abba over yesterday. Did you? You talk about some wedding stuff. Nice. Um, you know, we try to make the most of the our time outside of work. But, you know, this week I was working double shifts and then we still try to do the podcast. I'm still trying to do 75 hard. Like yeah. I'm still trying to get up early, train, train in the afternoon. Like, and I'm like, I haven't had a chance to do anything. And it's like, like what we're doing within our business where we're like, let's, you know, not shining new toy, but like, let's, this is, this is good for us. Let's do it. This is good for us. Let's do it. You know, next, next thing you know, we've got seven things that are really good for us and we're trying to do them all mm. and there's not enough time in the day. And you know, that saying like, if you try to do too many things, you won't finish any of them, mm. right? Yeah. That's kind of how this week felt for me. Yeah. You know, I was trying to get up early and train twice a day and do the program. Working double shifts and every day of the week this week, mm-hmm. you know. Plus try and fit this podcast in. Plus plan stuff for the wedding and spend time with Danielle. And then everything else that goes on in life from cooking, eating, cleaning, like, you know, just general life duties. There is literally not enough time in the day for any of those things to work together <laughs> this week. Mm. And I was just like. I think it's the double shifts, man. Oh, bro. It's the double shifts, bro. They're the killer. Because oh, like you do your day shift. If you do a day shift, you're just as, just as you're on as anyone else. You know what I mean? And then if you work on the weekend, you're like, well, at least I've spent some weeknights. Oh, to myself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then doing the double shifts and then working the weekend and trying to do the 75 mm. hard program and trying to spend time with Danny yeah. and trying to spend time with me and trying to do whatever else you want to do that's not me and Danny because obviously you have a life outside of us two. Yeah. <laughs> well, work. you know, like my mum hit me up and I'm like, I can't. <laughs> well, you know, like my mum, like, I've, you know, I'd like to spend time with Cecilia, my niece, like catch up with her. I want to take, you know, have time to spend time with P and take P for like walks after work and, you know, there's just this added, you know. Just my, nothing. My dad's on the phone with me like excited about our fishing trip and yeah. wanting to plan stuff and like wanting me to come over and like, you know, start yeah. looking at stuff. I'm like, you I don't know, have the brain space right now. I don't have time. And I just want to, you know, I, I, w- I want to give everyone that I care about all the time, as much time as I can, mm. but then – in weeks like this, like I don't even, have, I didn't ever have time for myself. Mm. Um, this might be a, a an interesting time to share with you and the listeners <laughs> something that I've done since. So in January, when Georgia and I went desperate on our drive back home, we did our. <sighs> sorry, that's all right. <laughs> don't open your mouth right up to the mic <laughs> and then say sorry, <laughs> you prick. <laughs> um, but. I went through and read a lot and made notes of who I didn't hang out with mm-hmm. and things I was missing out on. Mm-hmm. And then so like I wasn't spending enough time with my brother and my dad. <clears throat> yeah. Wasn't spending enough time with my mum. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't spending enough time with Georgia. Mm-hmm. And so and I wasn't spending enough time with mates other than you with all yeah. due respect. But yeah. you know that. You're the same. Right. Hey, look, yeah. Our friendship feels a our, – our friendship – gives me a lot and I can, you know, I don't know, it's vice versa. Yeah. But we've got a lot of friends, you know. We yeah. uh, we can get that friendship bandwidth from each other in a week. Yeah. But 
we could just get tunnel vision and then just not see anyone. Well, and then, yeah, you know, and then and then we'll get you lose relationships. <laughs> but <laughs> you know? but so what I did was I went through my calendar. Mm. So like you know, for instance, you and I seeing Kurt Wednesday night. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget about that. No. So on the I think it's the third, second or third, whatever it works out to be, I've set in my calendar third Wednesday of well, it used to be Thursday, but I move it third Thursday of every month mandate. And then that's when I, and then as that week approaches, I book to go on a mandate with someone. Sure. So I've done that since we've come back. I've done sure. that three times. Right. And then every second Thursday morning, I go for a walk with my mum. That's in my diary. I do that. I yep. don't give up that for anything yep. except for this week when I gave it up for work. Right. Right. So I'm flexible. Sure. <laughs> but it's there. And then I'm like, mum, like I don't change the date. I don't, sorry, if we can't do it Friday or the Wednesday, I'm like, cool, we skip this week. Yeah, I'm yeah, not then yeah. doing it next week, and like yeah, I'll do yeah. it the week after when I'm meant to. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah sure. Um, and then Preston and Dad, like monthly, actually comes around real quick, right? So oh, big time. So Preston and Dad, I've planned to do something with them the first Sunday of every month, mm-hmm. which I've stuck to. Um, and then what was the other one? Oh, and then Georgia, last Friday of every month we go on a date. Like make sure it's a date date, not just like a like a date date where we dress and we go out and we sure. do something you know what i mean and it's like yeah. quality time yeah anyway i won't go on about that anymore but now, since i've done that i don't feel like i'm letting anyone down because mm. i've scheduled it mm. i'm up and i'm like i can't work then because that's when i'm doing this thing but i can work another day yeah yeah that's good yeah that is good it was an epiphany that i had this this year and that's just like planning work isn't it i mean relationships have the same structure as a business. Yep. You know, if you don't put the same planning into place, like you just, just two breathing bodies <laughs> colliding. Yeah. <laughs> like, Are you talking about specific, your relationship with your partner or oh, you know, any, fr- any relationship, you know, friendships, et cetera. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. So but how was, how was your week? Well, I mean, good like real good but i guess that's the difference is that like because i didn't do the double shifts even though i was busy the whole time mm. and i still had to like rush from work to my course and all that mm. i still felt like great you know it was a really good week it was really good to be out on site with the crew again you know we built the swings this the light up ufo swings yeah, Heather which, which i felt a little bit of pressure from because i was the one dealing with the client from over east and yeah having to organize Machinery and ballast and normal stuff that we do, but yeah. like just making sure that all came in harmoniously, and then and we it did, yeah. And then I felt like I put into play a lot of the things that we learned from Culture Code. Like last week, I spoke about some things from Culture Code, and you know, at our team leader, uh, sorry, at our toolbox meeting in the morning, you weren't there, but I, because you were at Bunnings getting some stuff for mm-hmm. the job, but you know, I sat back and I said, guys, I haven't done this job before. You know, I don't really know what's going on with this job. You know, so I'm open to any suggestions. And then I was completely vulnerable about the whole job. Mm-hmm. And then, but then was assertive where I needed to be about people getting the job done. And a, a lot of the leadership stuff that I'd learned kind of just fell out of me during the sure. process. Um, and I was like, oh. And then it was more about the team than about me leading the team. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it just went, and you know, next minute, everyone knew. No one had to come up to me to open up the green folder to look at what the next step was. People just went up to the green folder and opened it up 
yeah, yeah. and looked at what the next step was. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's yeah. perfect. I don't need to be a middleman. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. And I said that from the beginning. I was like, "This is the folder. If you're up to the next instruction, come and have a look." Mm. You know, cool. No worries. Yeah, I think the team did really well. Yeah, I found it interesting though. Obviously, this week was like a teething week for us because we've been in the office consistently, mm-hmm. and this was our first week out of the office. Mm. And um, I know there was a few occasions when we were both on the phone to clients or on the phone to the office or on the phone to like like other things going on in the business. Mm. And um, it's just interesting. Well, it was good to see that the crew didn't see that as us not working. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I felt that way right. in myself. Like right. the crew's slugging it out. I've got to handle this. Yeah. Um, cause of what, you know, what's coming in the next few days and so on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's good to see that the crew weren't like, why are they not, you know, doing this right now? What they're on their phone, but yeah. you know, they understand that we've got other things going on. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. I, for the, I think for the first time in our history of being out on site, I didn't feel like I needed to make a point of it. A point of it. Yeah, sorry. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm out on the owners of the company. We've got things to deal with right now, and I think they understand that. And the first, and it's just us, us being okay with the fact that they understand that, and like recognizing they understand that. It's that guilt thing that we talk about, isn't it? Yeah. Like not put like I guess we've always tried to lead by example and be the you know the first one to pick something up or the you know. Or carry the last brick, or you yeah. know, whatever it is. I feel like that's what the kind of mentality that we've led by. So we kind of push ourselves into a a corner of this isn't, you know, you know, yeah. We're, like, we're actually, but by doing, and yeah, I agree. By doing that, we're actually devaluing. We're devaluing the importance and the um the difficulty. Of the other side of the business. Mm, yeah, I know. Which is actually the more difficult part. <laughs> mm. I can lift up two fencing bricks and walk them around. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I can follow instructions in a manual. We yeah. did it. Like, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like they can, like, you know, like we're, yeah. Mm. Putting the site work on a pedestal isn't necessary because it's, it's actually untrue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all hard. Yeah, <laughs> or it's yeah, all. Yeah. Important, yeah, equally important, not mm. one or the other, yeah. I guess, is probably the right thing to say. Well, it's a big week. We did a lot of jobs. We did a lot of projects this week. How much sleep have you had? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Um, not much? Um, I think I've been getting enough. Just, Just enough, but I guess the point is like you've got enough, but – but you've also had to get enough sleep. You've had to sacrifice the reading and. Well, yeah, I mean, onto a bit of personal, personal, evolution. personal evolution. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, over the weekend, I didn't read or train. I just didn't have the time. I was starting early. I was finishing late and, you know, running off double shifts and hardly any sleep. Like I just, my body just couldn't hack it. Like couldn't hack it. Like I didn't have the time to pick up a book. 
and I just didn't have time to get out there and exercise and all the all the energy to do it. You literally didn't have time. Literally. Yeah. Literally. And I mean, I, what do you, what, you can't invent more time. No, and uh, and it got to Saturday and I was like, I'm okay with that. You know, and like, okay, look, Saturday night I got home, I was wrecked and I was like to Danny, let's go out for dinner. And sure enough, yes, I could have been like, Dole, you organise dinner, I'm gone for an hour and a half ride, see you at 8.30 or something, you know. But I was like, that's not what my life needs right now, you know? I need her. I, I could, I, yeah, for sure. I could yeah. have been like, oh, doll, sort dinner out. I'll be home in an hour and a half, two hours. I'm going for a midnight ride <laughs> because this man on the internet told me to, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, but yeah. like, what is that, you know? But I was like. Oh. Well, it's not what's important. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Um, I, I, like, I don't have any much time, if any, and I'm going to spend it with, with Danielle. And it's yeah. great. Yeah. I really needed it. Yeah. You know what, bro? I mean, ultimately, and and it's day eighteen today. Mm, um, day eighteen. This is where you and I show our best by not falling off the bandwagon. It's day eighteen. Sick. Yeah, exactly. Cool. We'll do it in an hour and a half today. You know, we'll read our book today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exactly. Doesn't mean we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I give up now. What's well, going to be interesting? Me training later. After I oh, this is fun. I've got the dentist after. Bit of work today, after the potty, meetings, and I've got the dentist. Oh, yeah, happy Monday. I chose the time. Oh, I know what you've done here. For 2.30. <laughs> I go, Danny, i got the dentist tomorrow. She goes, oh, yeah. I was like, guess what time? Guess what time? I said, 2.30. <laughs> and I was like, I'm an adult and I'll make my own, I'll make my own life I'll take life into my own hands. And I was like, I'm never going to book a dentist appointment, not at that time, for the rest of my life. (laughs) Why would you? You know, that's perfect. I can't wait. I've actually got one on the 4th of April as well. I'm going to change the time to 2.30 because they've given me a, they've given me a morning, morning slot and I don't like it. God, I don't like it. Bullshit, you don't like it. Uh, Um. Back to day eighteen of <laughs> yeah. of, of seventy five. So so, what days last week didn't you do, or what days didn't you complete? Uh, it was it was Friday night. Mm-hmm. I didn't get my second one in. I was bugging, and then Saturday Sunday I didn't read or, or train, but I've still been eating clean. I've still been drinking all my water. I've still been. Um, no alcohol, you know, all the good stuff. Yeah. And, and then look, it's not like we have office jobs. Currently. Currently. Yeah, you know, so you've been running. I mean, that's what I was going to say. Being I, out on site, like I've been burning four or 5,000 calories a day, especially over the weekend. Mm. It was, you know, it was 38 degrees on Thursday and Friday. Mm. It was stonking. Mm. And, you know, so like – I'm not not exercising. My body's not like I'm not sitting, laying on a couch. All you day. were, like yeah, well, you were exercising. Exactly. You were just in another format. Yeah. I, well, I mean, if you'd clicked your your watch onto cardio, I did it yesterday actually. I did a bit of fun. Yeah, I did like two and a half thousand calories from two o'clock to six o'clock. What? Four or five hours? No, sorry. From I did 
over five hours, mm-hmm. I I did uh, like two two and a half thousand calories. Really? Yeah. Bro, you were working out, man. Five, that's that's a that's like five hundred calories an hour. Jackhammer shovel. Five hundred calories an hour is good, bro. Yeah. So big day. It was yeah. It was a lot of work yesterday. Fuck, man. Uh, did you sleep off the radar at all? I did. Oh, yeah. I did. I didn't have. I did didn't have. It? Did you get, jump back on? <laughs> well, I did all my. <clears throat> excuse me. I did all my workouts. Um, where I fell off the radar. Mm. Off the radar. <laughs> off the drawbridge. You are a radar detector. <laughs> where I fell off the bandwagon, <laughs> which apparently, which apparently wasn't a bandwagon because you weren't on it, um, was. Georgia and I had our two-year anniversary. Oh, yes. Saturday night. Went, couple of couple of vinos at the park? No, no, no. Oh. They were not red wines. They were cranberry and sodas. Oh, I was close. Mm, um, good guess. I had a bit of cheeky food. Oh, I love uh, some cheeky and food. Then, and then we went and saw the new Batman movie. Oh, yeah. You got some poppies. Well, I had some popcorn. Did you have an ice cream? I had a chalk bomb. Hey! hey. <laughs> High five for chalk bombs. <laughs> Yeah, boy. And I tell you what, man. Did it taste good? I laid there. I laid there because it was one of the day beds. Oh, yeah. At the event cinema. Don't do that. Which one? Karen stupid. No, no, event oh. cinema is in a loop. Oh, yeah. I tried to book for Hoyts, the new Hoyts that everyone's excited about. I yeah, was yeah. excited about it too. Joined up to the reward system, did the whole thing, and then there was like no nine, availability. It was like 9.30. And I was like, <laughs> I can't stay awake after 9.30. And it's a three-hour movie. So we went at 8.15, which was almost spare. <laughs> Um, but yeah, laying on these day beds, which I don't recommend because it's right at the front of the cinema and it's an absolute gimmick. You might as well just be at home. Right. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I had this chalk bomb and I valued it so much. It was the best. <laughs> George, I was like, no, nah, I'm not getting one, not getting one. Got into the cinema about 30 seconds before the movie started. Salty I gave Georgia my card. I gave Georgia my card and I was like, I buy you a chuck bomb if you go run and buy me one. And she was like, "Deal." <laughs> Ran off out of the cinema and bought us both the chuck bomb. I'll time you. Go. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, but um, but the rest of the weekend I did well. Look, I did what you did. Mm. Like, I suppose I timed my free diving course. That's exercise on the body, bro. Exercise on the body, bro. But it was kind of like in the same fashion that you were exercising doing fencing, like it was. A lot of minutes to get the calories that I required. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But, dude, I mean, should I start talking about that? <clears throat> well, I mean, yeah. And on that, like, as long as, I mean, to promote, I don't know what your, um, I know what your goals are for the program, mm-hmm. right? But in terms of like your physical goals, like, as long as you're not eating more calories than you're burning, You'll be in a deficit mm. and, you're, you know, it'll be a benefit to you. Yeah. So, you know, as long as you're not having six chalk bombs, yeah. like, you know, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, I feel. Just do something. Yeah, I feel. You yeah, know, do something. Like, you know, last time we did the program, we'll go for a walk. Yeah. You know, and we'll count that as our 45 minutes. If you're underwater holding your breath and you're doing that for, you know, a couple of hours, not that you can hold your breath for a couple of hours, but like that's well, know, yeah. something on the body and then, you know. That's. I think it's. I think it's valid. Yeah, it How felt valid. It? And look, the and the free the um Rusty, the guy that runs the free diving course, mm. the SSR. It's a it's a formal course. It's by mm. SSR. So, so Scuba Schools International, which mm-hmm. is like um, a reputable worldwide thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said that free diving is actually one of the 
healthier sports, as healthy as as healthy as boxing. He said, "Interesting, yeah, with consistency as well and stuff." But the tack, the the amount of, I suppose the amount of abuse that you cop on the body. But so some learnings, just mm-hmm. in case I hadn't already made you aware, which I might have. But I can now dive to twenty meters on one breath, which is deeper than. Which is actually deeper. 20 meters? Yeah. Yep. Jesus. Which is deeper than what I'll, I'm technically allowed to dive on my scuba ticket because my scuba what? ticket goes to 18 meters. What? Yeah. I thought your scuba ticket was 36. No, no, no. Nope. It's 18. Open water diver. What, why is that? Why is what, sorry? 18. Why is that? Why don't they just go 5, 10, 20, 30, 60, 100? Like... Why 18? I think it's got to do with the pressure groups and the nitrogen in your blood. Sure. Okay. So there's, a, I'm sure there's a lot of math behind it. Right. Not just like, these are easy numbers for people to remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I can't remember what the other one is after 18, but it's not multiples of 18. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I went down to 20, which is fantastic. But the, there's two. Do you have big, big flippers? We have free diving flippers on. Yeah. Like big. my ones. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Weight belt? Weight belt. Yeah. One, but one weight. So, so the buoyancy thing is how they test your buoyancy is when you do a bit, so you kind of in the water like a pin, yeah. feet to the ground, and then you blow out, give one big exhale, yeah. right? And if and if you float with your, oops, if you float with the water kind of around your goggle area, your mask area, mm-hmm. on an exhale with the right amount of weight on you, then mm-hmm. you'll just stay there. If you stay at water level, your eyes at water level, that's the correct amount of weight. Oh. Because then you'll be neutrally buoyant at 10 metres, which is what you want to be. As in like, don't want to go down, don't want to go up. Correct. Interesting. That's what you want to be. Right. So then when you go down further, so what happens is eventually you skydive down. So <laughs> you go down and eventually it... You- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> eventually you go down and then you fin down and then mm. event. And then all of a sudden you drop. You can stop finning and you just drop. You begin dropping to the ground, like gently. Yeah, right. And so you found this natural buoyant weight. Weight, weight. yeah. And then one, got, one, one weight. One and then pound. got to ten meters in your body, and then you just started falling more. I put some effort. I, I personally, I mean, put more effort. Do, in. Yeah, going to twenty meters is not an easy feat. It's not an easy feat. Your ears go. You have to equalize the whole way down. Sure, Every, like literally, like. Every meter. So there's a rope. Yeah. We're skipping through the story a okay. bit. But there's <laughs> I'm a, just intrigued. I'm yeah, no. Nah. So there's a float with a rope on it and every five meters is a marker on the rope. Mm-hmm. And then he puts an orange, uh, sorry, like a, a tennis ball colored um, marker at the, at the depth that you want to go to. So when we first got out there, we went down to five, <clears> come up, do your recovery. Like you, you treat your body like you're going to 20 every time. So two minutes of um, relaxation breathing, which is three seconds in. Six seconds out, three seconds in, six seconds out for two minutes. Wow. And all you do is hold on to the buoy, mm. the buoy, and you just think the most relaxing meditative thoughts. I'm like walking along the coast in Cottesloe. I'm, I found myself like hugging my parents and, my, and Georgia <laughs> yeah, and nice. like playing with Seb and just like zenning. Yeah, zenning sure. Out. Riding my bike a bit. And uh, and then after two minutes, then you dive down, and then when you come back up, whatever depth you go to, you come back up and you do a recovery breath, which is basically going. Uh, so you breathe in as fast as you can, and then you puff out a little bit. So you, 
So you're like okay. smashing oxygen in. Right. As hard as you can. Sure. And you do that every time. Okay. And, oh, and you die. And sorry, when you're breathing in, you use your snor- snorkel. And then when you go down, you actually take your snorkel out. And that's a safety thing. So you take your snorkel out. So you don't breathe in. So you don't. So then if you do pass out or if you start to um, lose motor control or whatever, you don't go <coughs> and breathe in the water because yeah, right. your mouth's like a defensive thing. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's two crazy things I learned. One, that there's a thing called the mammalian dive reflex, mm-hmm. right? Which is where um, all, all mam I'm not sure of all, but that was the, Let's from what I remember. Let's all all, all mammals have it where what happens is if you hold your breath, you get wa- cold water on the certain receptors around your nose and your eyes and, and such, Yeah, right? And your heart rate drops. So my heart rate was like, well, got down to like 50, which, and I was like, doing a test so i'm nervous sure okay. yeah yeah yeah. and yeah. my heart rate got down to 50 so which is like sleeping for me ish yeah um and then your spleen your spleen shrinks and excretes more blood and the blood has more oxygen in it mm-hmm. so you get it's like an extra fuel tank of oxygen in your in, in your, your muscles body, and- in your body yeah so so yeah so you can last longer underwater sure and you're and you're so the relaxer oh and then all the um I can't remember the term, but basically what happens is all the blood from your extremities comes to like your brain and your heart. Okay. Right? Does that feel weird? No, just a bit cold. Right. And then so you can hold your breath for longer. There's more oxygen going around your body from your spleen and then it's using less because your heart's relaxed and your body and your muscles and stuff aren't using as much blood. And your limbs are asleep. And you, Yeah, but you can still use them all. <laughs> yeah. It's not like not, – it doesn't feel different. Yeah, zombie like, limbs. <laughs> zombie limbs. Um, and then – yeah, so that's that helps. Um, and then another thing that I learned was the feeling of not being able to breathe or the feeling that you get when you hold your breath, mm-hmm. it's stressful, is actually a buildup of carbon dioxide in your blood and it's going to receptors in your brain and your brain's telling you to breathe. Sure. Right? But realistically, oxygen lasts. If you give yourself a good breathe in, mm-hmm. you've got about five minutes of oxygen. Interesting. It's just the carbon dioxide causing you pain and discomfort. So if you get rid of the carbon dioxide? Well, the idea is to just push through it because sure. if you get rid of it completely, you can actually trick your body into not giving you any warnings and you can just hold your breath for five minutes and then pass out underwater. Okay. So you're meant to hold on to it. So you're meant to, you're meant to hold your breath. Hold, so you're meant big to Big breath do. in, hold your breath, and then just let your body do its thing. Let your body. And you'll be fine. Yeah, and you'll be fine. And then you feel the – so. What's called contractions, mm-hmm. where your body overrule like so. It's like your brain's like breathe, 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 and then your other part of your brain's like, nah, screw it, I'm not breathing. And then it sends a signal to your diaphragm to be like, screw this guy, we're taking over. And your diaphragm starts going, <coughs> yeah, trying right. to basically it flutters, <coughs> it goes, boof, 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 trying to suck your lungs to breathe, but you not but you don't have, you don't open your mouth, so you don't, yeah, you don't, sure. And it's becoming comfortable with the. Now, Feeling. do you reckon if you weren't – obviously, that's what people get, right? That's a natural um, natural uh, mechanism, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you need to be in the right headspace, right, like attitude and, you know, environment to be able to overcome that, mm. you know. I think if, you, if you've added a level of stress, you know, you're saying you can hold your breath five minutes. Mm. Do you reckon that, you know, if there's like – if it's a stressful environment or you're not in that same headspace, people would still pass out earlier. 
Good point. Yeah, I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, like yeah, because your body. Or would- I mean, even like different weight, like like your physical ability. Yes, you could hold your breath for five minutes, but I reckon you know, still some people would probably reach that point earlier if 100%. they weren't built for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, definitely. Okay. And, and when he gave the course, it was like also disclaimer, like don't take my word as gospel. Not I've, everyone. Can I've hold got a shit. <laughs> I know I've got a shit memory anyway, so that what I'm saying could be misinterpreted or wrong or whatever. But, it's actually one minute. <laughs> but no, but when he when he gave us the graph, he sure. used the marker of five minutes and then suggested sure. that you can make it to four. People can last longer on less oxygen. Yeah. Yeah, like th- there's different freedivers train their physiology to deal with it. Mm. But this is just level one and we're not even meant to dive to 20 metres. We only we only have to dive to 10 to pass the course. Th- what's the what's the world's like deepest freedive? I think. Did you learn anything oh, we, about that? Yeah, we knew it. Because I, I remember watching it's a, a doco. Dude. I remember watching a doco about this guy, and he just goes down like like it's ridiculous. It's like what, 400 meters or something. Nah, 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 no, 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 not 400. Nah, it's more like 130 something. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's a long time ago. So it's 260 it. meter swim. If you think about it, like he's going down, down. and up, yeah. but like he's holding his breath that entire time. Yeah. Isn't it like a well? Isn't it like a 10 minute, 10 15 minutes? Or something? I don't know what it is, but it'd be longer than five minutes. Oh, big time. 17's running in my brain, and I'm not sure if that's anyway. I'll, I'll do some research and get back to you. On yeah, that one. thanks, bro. So um, the, yeah, well, yeah. So Taram Taram did a really good job. Um, he so when I did my 20, mm-hmm. I got, I was going first all day. I was in like 20 meters. Yeah, when he did his 20, he, when I did my 20 and came up, um, I was stoked. Um, but then I started getting sinus pain in the back of my head. Okay, and Rusty was like, "That's you, bro." Like, yeah. Like you it's don't, good that you, you were honest about it, though. Yeah. Not like push through it. <laughs> oh, no. I'll, look, I mean, it gets, it's, you know, you can like bust you can your eyes it. And, and it canes. Like it's not comfortable. And the yeah, last thing yeah. you want to be is less comfortable. It's already uncomfortable going down there. At mm. that, you know what I mean? Um, but Taram, you know, he was going down there and towards the end of it, he got so comfortable. You get more and more comfortable with it. Sure. He got down there. At 20? At 20 and stayed down there. It's dark. Torch. This is in the this is in the Swan River, by the way. Oh, so we're, we're at twenty meters. I thought you were in a pool. No, bro, we're at twenty meters in the Swan River, man. See any near bullies? off the coom. See any bullies? No, no, no. It's too dark. Dude, <laughs> it's so crazy, man. You get to fifteen meters and then he turns his torch on, and then we keep going, and he shines his torch. That's how you see it around. It's like just yellow and black everywhere. You in a weddy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but Taran went down there and stayed. Would have been he would have been down at the bottom. So it goes, it goes to 20 metres. It like goes to 20 metres, yeah. Right. Um, That's how deep it is. Yeah. I think the Swan River is 20 metres deep. Only like there. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's like a specific spot and it's not even far off the coom. Remember at the coom when we'd, you know, be there after a party out on the lawn watching this, you know, the morning. The morning. Having a couple of orange juice and gins <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Someone's off to the bakery. And then, you know, just people start swarming down to the car park and to you just start walking into the water and disappearing with diving gear. It's like... What is How he? deep is this? You know, <laughs> well, twenty meters. There's wrecks. <laughs> there's wrecks all around there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's obviously why it's called the Coombe, right? The ship that. Oh yes, the ship I, that's I at the front there that, is called the Coombe. Yeah, I believe something? that's the case. Yeah, but I guess um, on the topic. Yeah. So he, he was down there for how long? Oh yeah. So Taran got down there. And he was down there for like probably fifteen seconds, which doesn't sound that long. But getting down there, when you get to fifteen meters, is you start to feel the. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And the. 
this is stressful. I'm in pain. And I've also got 20 meters to get back up before yeah. I can breathe. And it's, that's the mental that, game. That's the stress that gets that's me. That's the mental game. That, it, that's it. You're like, and then you're all G. And then he sits down there. And then, well, and when I did it too, you get, as soon as you turn around at, at the point, mm. as soon as you turn around, you're like, oh, I've got another, I've got another minute in me. Like not a minute, but, and so all I did was just obviously you have to hold your breath all the way Turn around as in when you're going when down, you, you turn around to come back up. Yeah. When you turn around to come back up, that's when your brain goes, I'm fine. And then you just kind of float up, hands by your sides, don't even kick, just. And you float back up. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Just wow. Up. Yeah. It's cool. When you get to 10 meters. Yeah. So then you have to kick? No, it's more like you kick. Sorry, it's more like you kick at the beginning. And then when you get to 10 meters, you don't have to kick. Oh. You start floating up. Okay. So the bottom drags you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you float down when it gets lower. And you float up when you get to 10. I gotcha. Kind of about that. Sure, sure, sure. It was an insanely cool experience, man. Like I went from not being able to hold my breath for very long to Mm. to now being able to hold my breath for two minutes 55. In a pool, mm. swim like swim fifty something meters underwater on one breath. Yeah, wow. Which is how many laps of a pool, <laughs> like of a normal house pool? One. Oh, right. Like <laughs> it's one lap of a pool. <laughs> <laughs> one lap of a fifty meter pool. Um, and then being able to dive down for one minute. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, it kind of you know those movies where like people fall into water. Like they crash, I don't know, there's like a car crash or something. Like it kind of debunks that, that whole like 10 meter thing. It kind of debunks that like, you know, in movies where people like land in the water then they're like trying to save someone they're just like floating down. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're probably buoyant. <laughs> you're going to float, you know. percent 100%. 100%, 100%. But um, they're not wearing the, the, the thing I would attest to. If they've, they've breathed out, yeah, they could sink because they're not wearing yeah, a wetsuit yeah. yeah sure the wetsuit's the bit that's Buoyant. floaty okay it's full of air and then if they got clothes and shoes and stuff on as well yeah so mm, uh, Mythbusters, i'm not sure let's try it <laughs> yeah so you know that time that we were out in the boat and our anchor got stuck oh no aiden got snagged and you swam down to i don't hurt my hurt myself and you you know had like uh instant brain spasms yeah and like you're passing out. LMC, I think I had. Yeah. Loss of motor control. How deep do you reckon that was there? I think that was about nine meters. Yeah, it would have only been probably nine. Right. But obviously you didn't know the breathing techniques prior to going down that depth. Is everything, and then yeah. Obviously, you know, that that whole process. So you would have just been like, big breath in and then kick down as fast as you can to try and get the Yeah. Which is why I would have hit that. Yeah. Um I probably That was scary, man, because you're like you were passing out. You were about 40 meters, 30 meters from the boat. Mm. Oh, yeah, probably about 25, 30 meters from the boat. Yeah. And because of your, like, the state you were in, you couldn't scream at us. No, yeah. You know, you like, we were like, oh, the line's back. No worries. Fishy, fishy, fishy. <laughs> you know, where are you, fish? And then um, it wasn't until, like, we looked over. I looked over at you and you're like, Kind of like dazed and confused, but like trying to speak, but your hand in the air. And I, hand and in I the was air. like, oh shit, he's not in a good way. And you're like going under yeah. and then come back up. And yeah. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like if we hadn't looked, like you could have just passed out and bloop. gone bloop, bloop, underneath. Yeah. And we're like, come on, do I have my white belt on? Did I have my white belt on? Yeah, you did. Yeah, fuck. Because yeah. that white belt has got like four, so it's got. 5.2 kilos on it. Right. So you're which is completely wrong for my wife. Like, you're trying to I just yourself. learned that that's 
stupid. Right. <laughs> I want yeah. to go down and come back up, not go down and stay and hang out with the crayfish. Yeah, it's super dangerous. <laughs> super dangerous, like having that much weight. Yeah. Um, well, now we know. Yeah. And the back of my brain during that experience was heavy, man. Like I just felt like the back of my head just wanted to go. Dunk. Well, we had to help you get back on the boat. Like, Yeah. So that would have been, as far as I can tell, that would have been a loss of oxygen. Sure. So I would have been breathing. Yeah, yeah. I would have been going, you know, and then and then stressful right. trying to get it and then not having enough oxygen in my blood and then gone down and then been like, why don't I have enough oxygen in my blood? It hurts. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it wouldn't have felt any different because the carbon dioxide issue would have been the same because mm-hmm. the carbon dioxide is the bit that makes the discomfort. Sure. The loss of oxygen is the bit that makes you feel like you're going to pass out. Right. The two different physiological effects. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Is that it now? Do, or do you do that again? Or That's do you it. just use that training Qualified. in every day? Yeah. You know? Me and um, Taryn are going to buy a kit. What's the What's in the kit? Just like a, there's there's a company called Octopus Freedive. Yeah, and make like um certain like lanyards so you like connect your wrist to the rope. So there's a rope. So there's a boy, mm. and then a rope that goes down, and then and then at the end of the rope is like a set of weights, and then there's like the ca- the certain carabiner that's used to run the rope. So you can like set five meters, ten meters, etc. Mm-hmm. And then there's like connectors like um. Like that fluoro green thing I was talking about. There's all safety stuff so that like the lanyard stays on the rope, so it can slide over the rope one way, but then it can't down. So if you, if they need to drag you back up, the lanyard, they don't have to pull you up from the weights. No, yeah, yeah, they pull. They just pull it up until they, you come up, and so you just ding the bell or something. There's no, no, no. You just pass out, and they're like, "He's been down there too long," and start pulling you up. Right, right. Whereas, like, don't let me go. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm standing here with a crayfish. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just a whole bunch of stuff that me and me and I was saying to Tara. I was like, look, if we go out spearing off the back of Rotto one day and we're not having much luck, just get just the kid out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like chuck it out. See how deep we can get. Practice that 20 meter. Practice our breathing. Try to get to 25. Oath. There's actually a spot off the um, you know that weird bridge at um just north just south of sorry just north of north beach roundabout yeah that little yeah 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 the the fishing spot yeah dan said that there's a um about 10 15 meters off that bridge the concrete slab the slab yeah Yeah. that 10 10 to 15 meters off that is like a 15 meter drop like just a massive hole really yeah dan dan free dives there oh early in the morning when it's dark of course he does yeah Action man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's without having to get a boat involved, you can, you know. Do that. Yeah. So, that's um that's actually, well, I've, my, Aldo and I are starting a new segment called High Five of the Week. High Five of the Week. Uh, an accomplishment of the week because that's what it's about, accomplishments <clears throat> and, and hugs. Um. So, yeah, that's mine. My half of the week would have to be the free diving course, passing that, getting 20 metres, being comfortable underwater and feeling like I got a lot out of it. Beautiful. Yeah. Looking forward to using it out in the wilderness. Tuners. Have you got a half of the week for me? I don't. I don't. I don't know if I, if I was to have a high five of the week, it would be the fact that it's Monday. And I was present at every single every single job 
that I was planned for. Mm-hmm. And I worked. <clears throat> Didn't call in sick? No, but I, I worked <laughs> like, you know, I feel like I, I came to the party on all of them. Right. As um, in you lived our values. Yeah. At all of them. Yeah. I think I, um, I think I did the best that I could all week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's not like a, it's not like an, an achievement. Like I've had weeks like this in the past, but it is an achievement. Considering, considering what I had time for this week, that was pretty much all of it. And I think, you know, at the start of the week, I was like, well, it's going to be a big week, blah, blah. But then I came through the other side. And it was. Yeah. But you nailed it. Yeah. So that would be my high five of the week. Nice. Getting through the week. <laughs> my high five of the week was getting through it. Still, yeah, <laughs> still being alive at the end. No, it's good. I, um, I, I did this thing with Danielle last night. I don't know how it came. Like, it's funny how your brain picks up information and goes, oh, that's a thing. And then me and Danny, so let me start. <laughs> me and Danny were laying there, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, gazing into each other's eyes like lovebirds. Um, I've heard of it. Yeah. You know, we're just sitting there talking and I was like, we're looking each other in the eyes quite intently. Like, quite, Sorry, not quite intensely, but like quite like. Directly? Yeah. Like I was looking at her, the color in her eyes. Right, right, right. And then I remember this thing um, that I heard about and it's like, um, uh, I was like, oh, something, a certain something happens my brain just go like fed me this information. I sense something happens when two people look at each other in the eyes for a period of time. Three um, minutes. And I was like, what is that? And so me and Danny started to have a look and it's this um uh this this uh writer, this physiologist, um, or psychologist, sorry, psychologist from like the seventies mm-hmm. created this thing. It's like thirty-six questions that two it's how to put two strangers, how to make two strangers fall intimately in love from a get-go, right? Wow. Um, and so him and his other psychologist, Mrs., they went to some university in California. Um, they created this thing where they got people in, strangers, and they have 36 questions that they sit across from the table and ask each other one for one uh, and they both answer. And then at the end of those 36 questions, they silently look each other in the eyes for four minutes. <laughs> and then apparently after that, you're meant to fall in love, right? <clears throat> And so I was like, that sounds interesting. So, well, I mean, this I bet you piece of information came into my head, and I was like, what's this thing about looking? And then, so we looked at it, like, had a little quick Google, and then found it. And we're like, okay, let's, you know, but you know, we already are in love. We're getting married in four weeks, but we're like, um, let's do the thing. So we're just laying in bed, asking each other the questions. And like, yeah, really, like, really open ended questions that you can, you know, you can, you can, delve into detail as much as you want, right? I can understand from doing it with Danielle last night that two strangers doing it, you'd learn a lot about that person from those 36 questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of it, we did the silent sting each other's eyes and it was weird, man. Like we're sitting there, four minutes of silence, right, looking each other in the eyes, just pissing ourselves laughing. <laughs> Just pissing ourselves <laughs> laughing, man. <clears throat> and I was like, I was like, I don't, I mean, I, I haven't looked into it. We didn't look into it beforehand. I'm not sure what you're meant to get or what strangers would get out of looking each other in the eyes for that long. You know, maybe they'd get a bit awkward or like nervous or, you know, like it's quite <clears throat> looking someone in the eyes 
is quite confronting. I'm doing it to you right now. Yeah, I, I, I can't help it. I'm staring right um, at you. You know, it's quite, it's, it's quite confronting. You know, people tend to like, you know, look around the room and blah, blah. Yeah, chicka Um <laughs> chicka <chiki. laughs> That was the eyes going from left to right. Um, but, yeah, man, I was like, me and Danny were just laying there eyeballing each other. Pissing right? yourselves laughing. Just pissing ourselves laughing, right? Trying to, trying to stay trying silent. Trying to feel this. But love that you already have. Afterwards, man, like I was, I just, it just felt really nice. Oh, okay. We so, just, we just, all right, all right. It so, felt so you really did, nice. so you felt, okay. So it worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like afterwards, I was like, you know, just sitting there silent, like, looking at it. Like it's weird when you look in someone's eye. Well, I was trying to look at one eye because it's weird if you're looking at me in my left eye, I'm looking at you in your right eye, and we're not looking at the eye that looking at each other. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I tried to always follow the eye that Danielle was like looking a parallelogram. At. You end up just off. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, um, and then it's weird looking at someone in the eye for so long. My brain started to think about her eye, what her eye sees. You know, what that, what her eye seeing makes her think. The fact that she's a full working organism. Yeah, blah yeah. blah. And my, my brain started to look at her not as Danielle, not as you know, your partner, my soon to be wife, not of the things that we have done or will do or like all the other things that in are in our lives combined, you know, but started to look at her as like a, just like a, a being, a human, you know, and, and that was interesting. Yeah, bro. That's- because <clears throat> of course I've, I've, you know, I've um, gazed and, you know, like I'm with her a lot mm. and, you know, you, you start to, you know a lot about someone, mm-hmm. right? When you spend that much time with someone, mm. but I've never considered Danielle to be just a being, and the things that are going on to make her alive biologically. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And it was interesting laying in bed while me and her were pissing ourselves laughing. Sure, and that's playing in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was this really like, um, I don't know, like organic. And like lovely feeling to be just, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it, sharing this space with her. <laughs> you're allowed you know to I mean? say that. I don't know why. Yeah, you're but it's like, it's like oh, corny. You mean, you mean like, it's yoga instructors would say that, you know, yeah, like, yeah. let's share this space. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. But, you know, but you know, that's the word for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I've had that. I've had that feeling before, right? But it's been added, you know, there's been accessories or other distractions and stuff in there. It's never, I've never had just like. Pure. Well, yeah, it was a really cool moment. So I thought that was quite cool. I I dare debate that that's your half of the week. Actually, yeah. Fuck work. (laughs) (laughs) That was my half of the week. Yeah, it should be, man. Something came. That was awesome. and, And literally it was just like. I was looking at her eye, the colour of her eye. I think she said that I have poo brown eyes, which I'm all about. And then that <laughs> happened and I was like, fuck, that was, you know, out of nowhere that came up in my brain and then we ran with it and then I was like, oh, this is that was really fun. Did you do the 36 questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Guys, except for one. It's like tell each other your life story. I was like, we know each other's life story. Oh, next. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. um, can you share that with the listeners? And by with the listeners, I mean me next week. So can you just share that with me? <laughs> The, the questions? Yeah, the questions. Uh, yeah, I can. I don't think we got time today. 
Yeah, you don't have to do it right now. You, you know. No. But yeah, I would love to. I would love to do exactly the same thing. Yeah. Well, let's get on to business evolution. And if we've got time, instead of my action, I'm going to hit you with a question. Okay. From the okay. 36 questions. Okay. Cool. Cool. One thing I wanted to add though. Yeah. Just on personal evolution. Sure. Just a reminder to everyone. Yeah. Or, or it might be a truth bomb for some of you. Sure. <laughs> that when you feel like you're giving, you feel like the first urge to give up on something. And this is what I felt. This is what I felt. Um, doing free diving and it's uh, and it's applied throughout every physical activity of my entire being when you feel like you want to give up that's when you know you're at 40 percent of the way through your ability even with with anything running chin-ups whatever it is that you're doing it's just your brain going this hurts yeah (laughs) that's all it is yeah anyway probably and we'll probably have a lot more to build on that in a future podcast i'm sure um, business evolution. <laughs> do you do that every time? I did it last week. I did, I did it last week. Um, yeah, you go. You start us off. It was good being out with the crew. Yeah, it was. It was good spending some time with the crew. How do you feel? Sorry, now that I've now that my brain's processed what I want to ask you about business evolution. So you've you've been very attached the last few months at least yeah to the idea of being full-time in the office well i've been last year we were working to make me not be on site yeah you know we were like trying to work towards me not having to be out in the field and then we finally got to a point where me and you were in the office and it'd been a couple of weeks and then we're like we've got to get back out to site yeah (laughs) and now i've got like i think i've got one day off this month yeah um or two days off this month yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, do you know what I've realised? What? Right. I love being out in the field with the crew. Mm-hmm. I love doing. You know, I love the variety. I love making things, creating things, and and being in that. Um, being a part of that, you know, community. Mm-hmm. And I say that as in like being around people, and having a having an uh, having a common goal for the day, achieving it. I like that. I hate steel caps. I hate them. I hate them so much. I hate Copy. steel. Ca- I hate steel caps. I think I just hate steel caps. <laughs> <laughs> Can we record that? Because I'm pretty sure that you just said I hate steel caps like four times. times in a row. <laughs> and and do you know what I've realised? Being out on site, the one thing that drives me away from being out on site is not being able to wear how I wear something comfortable, comfortable in how I feel. Yeah, I'm like, <clears throat> I think a big driver for me in doing good work is being able to express myself in what I wear and being comfortable in that regard. Um. Yeah, and I've realised that this week. Okay. Yeah. High fives and hugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, <clears throat> we should just make something, we should just design some stuff that you want to wear, bro, at work. Yeah. 
I just hate steel caps, eh? Hey. Okay, all right. I hate them so bad. <laughs> Business evolution is not going to be how much I would hate steel caps. Let's evolution. use this. We're, we're building our own boot. Well, we should. How can it be? I don't know. It doesn't have to be a boot. <laughs> with cons with steel caps. They exist. Give them a go. Oh, Jesus. Um. But yeah, so I guess being out with the crew was killer. Being out with the crew has been good. Yeah, it has yeah. been good. I've um really enjoyed seeing. So I thought there was going to be. Don't get me wrong. We worked with a few of the top dogs, mm. but I really enjoyed going out there and seeing that they were fulfilling our um culture. Our, yeah, man, our, I was impressed. I was say our legacy, but that's not right. <laughs> they were fulfilling what it's like to be a cycloid. Up the mighty cyclists. Everyone was just, man. Yeah, I was impressed. Fully in cahoots. I was impressed, yeah. and I, I, I know that I know what our crew and sorry, I know what our crew is capable of, mm. like individually. And then just having the opportunity to be out there and kind like kind of just be like a facilitator, not like obviously with the um, install. You had all the pieces of the puzzle because you'd organised a lot of it, but being just like being able to just sit back, be the forklift ops, and just kind of like what, yeah, yeah let assist it the crew where they needed help. Yeah, you weren't like then do this, then yeah, 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 yeah. I was kind of just like floating through on those first two days. It was good just to see the crew like doing their thing, and I was like, fuck, yeah, okay, hundred percent proud of my boys, yeah, and girls, yeah. Uh, and I was really, I was really. It was a nice moment for me to be able to delegate to Jordan. So there was a bit for the for the audience. There was a bit of in these UFO swings. Go down to Hillary's Bay Harbour and check them out. We built the swings down there, the UFO ones, and the lighter, the, and the hearts, and the and the hearts, yeah, um, along the boardwalk. But um, there was a lot of um, you know, there's data and DC cabling and stuff to make it all run properly, and just to be able to like Jordan just took over from that completely. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that that's what I meant about like it felt like that little and I know it's a small thing, but mm. like that culture code slash extreme ownership Jocko Willink side where the ground rules had been set where he could he knew what the mission was mm. and he just went and achieved it. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. And, and and instead of coming up to me and being like, oh can you call the guy and ask him he was like, what's the guy's I, I, number? Yeah, what's the guy's number? <laughs> yeah. I'll call him and sort it out. I'm like, yes, perfect. Like that's decentralized mm. command. Like I don't need to be. Yeah. By leading you, I'm leading you to be your own leaders, mm. you know, and I was like, oh, it just worked. And I, I mean, I did the same thing with Dave on Thursday and Friday. Mm. Like I just kind of let him. I was like, you just tell me what you want me to do. You know? Yeah. It's yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. It's quite, um, it's quite nice. So not being like in charge, in charge, yeah, 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 like, yeah, in, yeah. like not being the delegator, mm. like being out there just being like, how do you need, how, like, how do you, like, what do you need from me? How do you want me? <laughs> Paint me like one of your French croissants. <laughs> Paint me as a French croissant, <laughs> croissant. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's good. It's sad to see Dave go, full-time job. But that's what we're all about, you know. We we did the same thing with Zach, uh, helped Zach get up to a point where, you know, he got offered an electrical apprenticeship. Um, 
Dave has obviously won our Bicep of the Year award. Legend of the Year, legend, yeah. Bicep Legend of the Year award. Um, and, you know, he's now taken on a full-time job at a, construct, at a house construction company um, and, you know, he's not leaving us for good. Uh, he still wants to be part of the family and so on. But it's good to be, and I was saying to Dave, like, He's obviously been with, on and off with us for a few years. <clears throat> um, and he was like, you know, like you guys have done so much for me. Like, like I don't want to like let you guys down. And I was like, man, like this is what we're for. We're do like, I was like, me and Dylan have come to realize that, you know, it's hard to, it's not impossible, but it's hard to build a career in this, a career with like longevity and a career with like big stepping stones. And we're getting there. You know, we're doing our best to build our business to a way, you know, like to be broad. Yeah. And to, and, take, and yeah. to allow space, you know, allow space for, you know, our, our crew to move up and take on new things and, you know, build full time careers out of like what we do. But we're not just, we're not right there yet, you mm-hmm. know. And, you know, if we can give someone the, the opportunity to learn and upskill and grow as a person and, you know, find something that they're passionate about mm. through all the different things that we do mm. and then give them the, you know, give them the drive and the confidence to then go and take that on, then our work's done, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, and if they've had a good time while in our care like and in our business, if they've mm. had a good time, good experience and made lifelong friends and Build those skills up, then I feel like we've that, that's that's like what we're doing, and I, it was weird. Yeah. Like him, he came over to my house the other night to kind of like talk to me about it, and he was hell stressed about it because, last Sunday. Yeah, um, and he was hell stressed about it because he like you know he has a lot of love for us and you know the opportunities that we've provided and you know. Um, and I was like, man, like you deserve this. Take it on. Like it's, you know, you've got two kids. It's like it's stability, you know, it's moving forward. You've got opportunity for growth there. Not that he doesn't hear, you know, but there's like that's that's immediate. I was like, and if the job's shit, we'll open, you know, you can come, come back, back with open arms. And that, that I think that's what we provide for a lot of our guys, you know. Um, one thing that I realised through the conversation I was having with Dave is that's what we are, you know. We are that we're that community-based, culture-based, good place to work that people can come and build up skills in anything that they, you know, we do a lot of different stuff, mm. you know. You can build up skills in certain areas mm. and we'll help you on that journey yeah. and you make the time your own, yeah. you know, and you build it into your life and how your life's moving. Mm. And then when that opportunity arises for you to move on, you know, you feel like you're ready. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 100%, man. That's That was really well put together. Yeah. Yeah. We provide all the pieces of the puzzle and you just put them in whatever order you like. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, if you want to run with this, run like if you want to run this journey with us for as long as you want, as long as you can, then by all means, like we'll do our best to, you know, Make sure that you're getting everything that you need, but you know if you if it's but it's okay for people to outgrow where we're at, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's kind of like for me the last week, like I actually know the last few months, like watching how um, we're moving and so on. I'm like, we are. That's what cyclist is. It's a fun, enjoyable stepping stone to help people build up confidence in the work in work environment, you know, confidence in a variety of different skills, variety of different locations, you know. Yeah. It's about what I guess what we can provide is the opportunity for people to have exposure to different sorts of people in a work environment yeah. and find the things that click with them, yeah. find the things that don't, you yeah. know, and through that process they can, you know, kind of hone in on the things like I really love this, I really love this sort of person, I really love this sort of location and work. Well, when it comes to work, okay, I'm going to focus, you know, I'm going to tunnel vision on this concept or this idea or this industry, you know, yeah, and, you know, kind of. Pave their way. Yeah, I mean, you just look at um, the experience that we've had with, you know, comparing Big Z and Jack, right? You know, we had that Metronet project. Yeah. Big Z grabbed that bull by the horns. Yeah. Loved it. He loved the routine. He loved the safe work processes. He loved the project management, the structure and all that. And then Jack did exactly the same thing. You know what I mean? And was like, this isn't for me at all. I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like this structure. Yeah. I want to be a I want to grow as a project manager too, but I want to be an event. I want to be a site manager for events. Yeah. Where it's a bit more fluid and creative and and there's a lot more um Yeah, I suppose I suppose there's a lot more fluidity is the yeah, right yeah, word yeah. where where he can create and move and shake his own thing. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. You know, and there's and it's more like up and down and mm. la la. Um yeah, but like two people both wanting to go up, both experiencing different things, both experiencing the same thing and having different outcomes. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. That's exactly what we offer. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a wonderful place. <laughs> well, you know, I've always – obviously we're putting a lot of effort into our business. I have done for the last few years. And, I've, you know, our business is a lot of our life, you know. I, I want to make change and create change mm-hmm. with you, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think the way that I've thought about what our business does – Compared to what it actually does, that's that's I've kind of come to that conclusion now. You know, I used to think like we need to get like I, I want to work with the people that we've got right now forever. Yeah, you know that's well and good because we've got you know great people. Got, yeah, exactly, great people that we get along with everyone and like you know, but that's not that's not what it, that's not no, what it is. No, and also you know? it's that same thing of like. It's that same thing of like hating Triple J, not watching Disney Plus. <laughs> Innovate or die. Like innovation also and fair for people who want to have a go at me for using this incorrectly, but just to relate. Innovating could be seen as accepting new people, like letting new letting the folks that have come through and got what they needed from us go. Mm. and having the same care and excitement and attitude for the new people because they're a new experience themselves for us. Mm. They're a change for us. Mm. You know what I mean? It's We're growing with them. We're going to have new experiences. They're going to have different issues. Yeah. They're going to have new things that they like, new worlds that they're interested in, and we're going to mould to 
provide that for them, which is going to help us grow as well. Yeah. So it's all, <gasps> love my job. Yeah. It was funny, like a couple of weeks ago, I was saying to Danielle, I was like, and that's, I think it comes from, I guess, my attitude to life and people. Like I want everyone, I want everyone to, um, I, I care for everyone, especially our crew. Yeah. Right? And I want them all to have a good time. And if they're not having a good time or they're not enjoying themselves, then I take it responsible. I take it responsible. Sorry. I take responsibility for it. Yeah. Um, and the other week, like, you know, we had a couple of things going on and I said to Danny, I was like, babe, it's so hard making people happy. I was like, it's like, sure enough, like you as my mate and business partner, I want you to be happy with me, right? Yeah. Same with Danielle, same with my folks, you know, there's like, I was like, I don't know what it is, what someone's bandwidth is for make, like have, like what's the average bandwidth for the amount of people that someone can, can make, happy. make happy, make happy, make happy. <laughs> <laughs> Someone can make happy, right? <laughs> right. Um, and so, no, um, <laughs> and so I was like, whatever that bandwidth is, yeah. When I take responsibility for how 40, 50 of my crew are feeling, mm-hmm. uh, I've reached a bandwidth yeah. much earlier. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I need to find a way to, I need to find a way to, work on that, have a process for how I handle that. And I guess it's learning to say no and learning to take a step back is something that I need to do. Yeah. Because it was really getting to me a couple of weeks ago. But now like I find that I'm being able to remove myself Mm -hmm. and instead of, yeah, yeah, trying to, yeah, manage that. Yeah. Mm. One thing that. Um, without being dismissive or like, you know, yeah. or rude or like, you know, yeah. not showing that I care, you know, just finding a process or a way to. An epiphany that I came to recently, which I think I messaged you, um, which we will probably, I mean, who knows whether we'll delve into it another day, but um, was that I've decided to start treating our crew mm. like our clients. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did say that. Right. Like, so when they call me, or when I get a question from them, I imagine them as a client rather than as a crew yeah. member. Yeah. Right? And because of the way our business works, that's probably inaccurate just because we're people power. That's exactly what we are. We're a labor yeah. hire company. That's how I should be looking at them. Mm. Um, but I like that. But And so when I get a phone call that I wouldn't normally feel like accepting, if I can accept it, I'll accept it. But also... If people were calling me, regardless of the person, are calling me at a time when I can't give them my attention and can't, I don't have the, I don't even have my own oxygen mask on, mm. you know, using that plane analogy. Yeah. The oxygen mask on first. I don't answer, but I will call them back in the next day or two. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing with our crew lately. If I get a phone call from them and I'm like, no, I can't do it right now. It's not, I'm not going to give them me. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be short or I'm trying to focus on having dinner with Georgia and I'm like, that's more important to me right now. And yeah, then yeah. With, uh, the next day or the day after I'll be like, hey, what was that phone call about? And usually it's like, oh, it's all good. I called this person and it's sorted. I'm like, yeah, great. <laughs> I might set up like a 
because I get caught in that situation as well. Mm-hmm. Where like, I mean, either you're busy, you're doing something and you can't take the call and you know, I don't want to be dismissive or like not show that I care care or like I don't have the time for them. Mm-hmm. But setting up one of those like custom, custom message, messages, which is like particularly for our crew that are trying to get hold of us, um, like, you know, outlining like, hey, look, sorry that I can't take your call right now, but please message me exactly what is going on and if it's urgent, I'll call you back or something like that. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Just yeah. showing that like, you know, I'm not, not answering, like appreciate that. Thing, you need me. I, you know, I'm, I'm currently not available, but if it's urgent, please message me and uh, please message me what it, what it is and if it's urgent, then I'll call you back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing is, obviously like injuries and stuff, like if someone's hurt themselves on site and we're like, but no, if you don't answer, dinner, I can't, if you don't answer, they'll you call won't. me. And if you don't answer, SD will get a call. And <laughs> yeah. if SD doesn't answer, like it'll just go around in circles until someone gets a message being like, this Isn't thing's happened. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like it's not like, it's not like one of us is the be all and end all. Like no, if someone no. calls me and they don't call you, it wasn't important enough. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> Do yeah, you know what I, mean? yeah. I suppose outside of hours. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how long we got? 13 minutes? Well, oh shit, it's really. 9 30. Oh, let's just pause. Pop a pause on this guy. And we'll come back after my meeting. No? No, we won't do that. No, we won't do that. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we won't do that. Um, because we need to prioritize the rest of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a lot to get done. Um, well, let's. Um, no book learnings today. No book no learnings. No serious today. questions that I've got. Held up for later, but yes. What's your hug of the week? My hug of the week, uh, which is our new terminology for collision of the week. Mm. Um, high fives being the accomplishment of the week, and hugs being the person that we want to send our love to. Love songs and dedications. <laughs> um, Dan Bailey, owner of Trady HQ, owner of the very podcasting studio that we are in right now. Um, I just want to give a shout-out hug to Dan because the other day I messaged him, didn't even call him, nothing. It was like, hey, man, here's a job that needs to be done. It was replacing the neon flexi lights on like down at Hillary's. <clears throat> yeah. Can you do this job? You know, he's got like a million things going on in his life. He like runs Trady HQ, owns his own electrical company. Two kids. Yeah, got a whole family. He's trying to expand Trady HQ to other parts of the planet. Like yeah, he's got a lot going on and yet whenever we need him, He'll answer and he'll be there. Yeah, and he'll give it his best. And I'm he'll like, give us the best advice. I'm like, hey man, I can't, I can't change out this neon flex, bro. Can you do it? And he's like, can I do it at Sparrows Farm? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And he didn't hear back from me. Sorry, he didn't hear back from me. And then the next morning, the client called and was like, yeah, do, do it. And then I messaged him and called him and was like, yeah, do it. And he was like, okay, sick. I'll go and do it right now. And he just like went and did it at like 8:30 in the morning. Like had his whole day planned out and then just went and smashed it out. Yeah. And it's just like, and then between that and like. He's helped us out, you know, lately with the office, with the office um, helping us in a bit of financial pinch. Um, just an all-around good dude. If you don't know Dan Bailey, if you're a Perth person, <clears throat> you don't know Dan Bailey, get to know him. I, it's it's funny, like there's been a few people in my life that over the course of the last 10 years, you know, that have been like my point of call when I need an answer or help or, you know, like a – Good advice. Mentor, father figure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Dan's definitely had that 
for me for the last like probably two years. Yeah. That point of call. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Even when I'm like if I'm writing a email to one of our crew that's like a misconduct or and I feel and I think I might be a bit biased and I can't see that I'm being biased, you know, he'll come in and sit down and rewrite it for me and be like, It's not yeah. bad for a spa easy. <laughs> He's pretty good, eh? Yeah, nah. And then like just you know, you can borrow anything from him and he'll be like, Yeah, no worries. Doesn't even say make sure you bring it back. He's just like, Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's over there, down there. Oh, actually I think I've got one at home. I'll bring it in. Just a super helpful dude. Mm. Anyway, so that's that's the hug of the week. Thanks, Dan. And thanks for building this studio that we uh, use, use weekly. Yeah. Um Dylan still has a vacuum the floor in here. Oh, it's still sandy from <laughs> from a surf right weekend. All right. Well, that was a short and sweet episode. Yeah. Um Well, I think we well. We need to get another one in this week. Yeah, I was thinking Friday morning. Sounds good. Bookend. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's 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 get in Friday morning and get a good one in. Cool. Because I've got well, we've both got a bit to bit more to go through. Play the oath. All right. Half hours and half hours looks. Half hours looks. Episode six. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like oh, a pig. Uh, babe? Babe the pig. Babe the pig in the shitty. All right. Ciao, everyone. Have a lovely week. Um, see you at the end of it. See you. High fives and hugs. Yeah. <laughs>